Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I don't think I'm ready. Nobody's ever ready. Not for what we do. But this is the labyrinth we chose to walk. Hi kids, Space Ghost here, barking a happy tune with my close personal chums, Riley and Kimmy. And you are twitching and grooving with the Riley and Kimmy experience. <laughs> wow, how 60s is that? Riley's got on his skull suit and his matching skull pants. And you don't want to know about his femur bone underwear. Or was it a pinky bone? I'm sorry. Now Kimmy's mad at me. I don't think Kimmy's mad at him at all. Matter of fact, the Riley and Kimmy show's out and about with George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost today. I think Kimmy is quite happy. Yeah. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Everybody, 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 everybody. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. I am your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. And the person who's the hero of this story is dressed in black, yes, and she has a pointy hat on and has a, well, a broom in hand. She's my witch. Likes to rock to a crazy song. Every night she's a winning on. She's a chick with a wicked twist. She is my witch. And she is. She's my witch. And she is quite happy, aren't you, Kimmy? Oh, yeah. And she's happy because it's a Saturday. Yes, the Riley and Kimmy show is quite happy it's a Saturday because we are out and about. It is Saturday, but we are not in the park, right, Kimmy? Right. Uh, today, we're in the center court, that is, and it's going to be at West Oaks Mall. That's where we are today for the greatest Halloween costume contest ever being put on by Highlander Novelties, Comics, and Games. It's happening today. George Lowe has joined us, the voice of Space Ghost. Come on out for this fun event, right, Kimmy? Right. And this is our way of celebrating Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Whoopie. That's right. It's our way to go. Happy Halloween. Yeah. And it's with a costume contest going on. Matter of fact, uh, it's three costume contests, mm -hmm. three categories. Got a chance for uh, your pets to win. There's a pet costume contest at 1 o'clock. <laughs> And let's see, the kids' costume contest at 2, an adult costume contest at 3, all being put on by Highlander Novelties Comics and Games. They have a brand new location at the West Oaks Mall. Come on out, check it out. If you've never been to a comic book store, check this one out. They have a wide range of pop culture things, games and comics for you. And by the way, free comic books today while supplies last. 
It is the Halloween Comic Fest, which is going on. It's sort of like free comic book day in the fall. I, it, it's kind of like that, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Best way to put it. And if you'd like to try out your uh, your trick-or-treating costume or maybe that, that costume for an upcoming party, you can do that with the costume contest. You don't have to participate in the costume contest if you don't want to, but you can come on out, support it. We'd love to see you. It's open to everyone, right, Kimmy? That's right. Keep in mind, 30-minute registration right before the contest time. So, you know, the pet costume contest, you got to register by 1230. Mm-hmm. And it just runs down that list like that. Right. That's all being put on by Highlander Novelties Comics and Games. And by the way, while you visit Highlander Comics and Games today, you have George Lowe to talk to about... Space Ghost, and also other cartoon projects he's been involved in. And he also loves to talk about voiceover work and game show hosts and things like that and announcers. There's a special guest at Highlander Novelties Comics and Games, and that is author, artist Christian Slade of Corgi. He's appearing starting at 11 o'clock. He is there till 2. Stop on by and meet him and also grab your free comics, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And, of course, there is the opportunity to meet George Lowe, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, George Lowe is a good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. I'd hate to find him under my bed at night. He's a nightmare in the daylight, he is. Uh, That's so true. By the way, the Riley and Kimmy show has links not just to Highlander novelties available on our website. We have our social media links. Best way to stay in touch with us. We'll be out and about this weekend, Kimmy. And you can... uh, you know, stay connected with us. We'll be all over the place. Best way to do that is by locking into us on something, possibly, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or others. They are all available on our website. Also, archived episodes. And that includes celebrity interviews, videos, and links to nerd and pop culture related things. And if you have an upcoming event you would like the Riley and Kimmy Show to be part of and to promote, we have an event contact page. Best way to hook up with us. You can find all of those things at RileyandKimmy.com. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play again? That is the big question. Is Kimmy energized and focused enough, or is George Lowe distracting her? Can she play nerd and pop culture trivia on this Saturday, October 28th? I'll give it my best shot. That's all we can ask. The nerd timeline has been adjusted, meaning it's not running in chronological or linear order. Feel free to shout out answers to Kimmy. That's right. Yell at whatever listening device. You have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. She believes in time travel answers. And you can yell at anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth. And here we go, Kimmy. Uh, we've stalled there a little bit to get you uh, ready and, uh, and situated in the hot seat. Are you ready for your very first question on this Saturday? Mm-hmm. Are you? Mm-hmm. You're giving me a strange mm-hmm. stare there. I just want to make sure you're ready. All right, Kimmy. The centennial of the Statue of Liberty was celebrated on this date in New York. We're looking for the year this happened. We will give you a plus or minus of 10 years. When did the centennial of the Statue of Liberty, when did that celebration happen? Uh-oh. Um, 1990? I gave you a plus or minus of what? Um, 500 years? I said 10 (laughs) years, I think. And I think you get it because it was 1986 when that happened. Okay. The Statue of Liberty was dedicated in New York in 1886 by President Cleveland. 
And for those who really want to know, the statue weighs 225 tons. Mm. It's 152 feet tall. And it was originally known as Liberty Enlightening the World. And they kind of changed that a little bit. I think they shortened it or made it a little easier to say. Mm -hmm. We're giving you a plus or minus of 25 years, Kimmy. The St. Louis Police Department became the first in the United States to use fingerprinting. What year? Hmm. 1932? Uh, it's carrying over, moving. Uh, uh, 1932 is what you said. You almost got it. It was 1904 when this happened. Hmm. 1965. The Gateway Arch is completed. Now, the question for you, Kimmy, what city is the Gateway Arch part of? It is the Archway to the West. The Gateway to the West. St. Louis? That's right. St. Louis, Missouri. Have you ever visited the Gateway Arch? Yes. You did? Mm -hmm. You've been in St. Louis before? Mm -hmm. That was without me. That was before you. Yes. that I didn't know that. Shame. Is there a story there I need to know? No. Um, we went to a St. Louis Cardinals Cubs game from um, Eastern on a bus trip. Oh, I bet that was from a, Eastern Illinois University. I bet yes, that was a fun uh, ride with you yes. on that bus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had the pleasure of riding, or actually hosting a bus trip with Kimmy to a Cubs game once. Mm -hmm. You remember that one mm -hmm. with a radio station many years ago? Mm -hmm. Okay, was it a better bus ride than that one was? Mm, I don't think so. I uh, think I think the bus had problems. Oh, well, sorry to hear that. But yeah. did you go up in the arch by chance? No. Oh, we okay. just went to the game. I, I went up in the arch when I was very, very young. Matter of fact, it was the first time I rode in a helicopter, too, right after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, by the way, helicopter, you owe me a helicopter ride, by the way, Kimmy. I can't, can't uh, forget that one. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, she does. She lost a bet a long time ago. Or actually, it was a birthday present. Helicopter ride and hot air balloon ride. The year is 1956. This person's song becomes number one on the Billboard Pop Hit Charts. He became the first artist to follow himself into the number one position. Kimmy, identify the recording artist. Love me tender, love me true, all my dreams fulfill. That song becomes number one on this date for whom? Elvis Presley. That's right. And he replaced the number one position with, well, he, that song kicked his other song out, Don't Be Cruel, Hound Dog, had been number one for 11 weeks. Mm. It was on this date. Matter of fact, the same day, yep, same day, same year, 1956, Elvis appeared on a certain TV show for the second time, Kimmy, and he performed that song. Tell me the name of the TV show. Now, Elvis is going to sing for you. The theme song of his new 20th Century Fox picture, and later in the evening, I want you to meet Robert Webb, who directed it. Now, the song, as he does it in the picture, Love Me Tender, is when his three brothers have come home from the Confederate armies. He's the younger brother who's been left back home, and he sings this song to his mother and his young bride. This is Love Me Tender. Kimmy, who or what was the name of that TV show? The Ed Sullivan's Show. That's right. Now, I haven't seen that one yet being ran on the retro TV network decades they run the ed sullivan show it's been edited down to it like a best of i'm sure that one has to play mm. be on the lookout for that one yeah. it was on this date in 1965 the studio recording of this song is made tell me the group kimmy my world 
Can you tell me who that is? The Supremes. That's right. With My World is Empty Without You. 1963, backing up just a bit. This song is released in the United States. Tell me who the recording group is. When some loud bragger tries to put me down and says this school is great, I tell him right away, now what's the matter, buddy? Ain't you heard of my school? It's number one in the state. Kimmy, who is that? The Beach Boys. That's right, 1963. Moving ahead, the year's 1971. This song is recorded. Identify the recording artist. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. So this is Christmas. Kimmy, who is that? John and Yoko? That's right, the Lennons, 1971. We want to be one of the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Merry a happy, Christmas. And a happy holiday, right, Kimmy? Yeah. The year is 1972. The United States Council for World Affairs announces that they're adopting a song by this group. It is their official theme. Tell me the name of the group, Kimmy. Kimmy, joined together is by whom? The Who. Who? The Who. Yes, you're right. The Who. That was chosen in 1972. The year is 1978. The movie, the TV movie Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, aired on NBC TV. Matter of fact, it was the NBC movie of the week. If you love Kiss and you've never seen this, I think you can find it online. Kimmy's looking at me like, are you insane? No, Kimmy, they actually performed quite a few hits of theirs. And it, 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 if you like Kiss, it's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. The year is 1991. This single is released. It would be a hit for this band. Tell me who it is. Kimmy's nodding her head. She knows who this is. Who had that as a hit, Kimmy? Metallica. That's right. The Unforgiven. The year's 1991. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Giving this uh, person born on this date, 1902, died 1986 at the age of 84. She was a British actress with a long career in theater, film, and television. And she was, well, she made a very brief appearance, but she was the title character in a horror film. This is Elsa Lancaster. She's alive. Alive! The Bride of Frankenstein. Yes, she was briefly in that film. When you actually think about it. Mm -hmm. And she's the title character. Yeah. Do you like that movie? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know who she was married to? It's kind of a tough question, possibly. You have to be a real film buff to know that. She was married to somebody very famous. 
Frankenstein. That is correct. The character was married to Frankenstein, the bride of Frankenstein. The actress, Elsa, who was she married to? Do you know by chance? (laughs) She acted in many movies with her husband, not in that film, but past that film. She acted in many and actually did stage work with him as well. Do you know who her actor, Mm, director, husband was? No. He played Quasimodo in the 1930s. It is Charles Lawton is Mm. who she was married to. And she played in The Bride of Frankenstein in 1935. She did the Disney films Mary Poppins in 1964. That Darn Cat. You remember that one? 1965. Remember Mm -hmm. that film? Mm -hmm. Blackbeard's Ghost in 1968. And she was in the horror film Willard in Mm. 1971. Moving ahead to the music category of a birthday. Kimmy identified this singer. Big hit from 1979. Tell me who this is. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. Who's having a birthday today, Kimmy? Who had that as a hit? Charlie Daniels. That's right. How old is Charlie Daniels within five years today? 75. Uh, He would give you a big hug, and that'd be, well, he might crush you, because he's a really big guy, by the way. Uh, He's 81 today. Hmm. And that song, Devil Went Down to Georgia, it was a number one country song in 1979. Number three on the Billboard Hot 100. As a matter of fact, it even charted on the softer charts on the adult contemporary. It charted at number 30. I have a feeling it was the edited version. You know, Mm. uh, there was both versions that Mm. were available to radio stations and clubs at that time period he was born bruce jenner kimmy he's having a birthday today tell me how old he is and what is his well new name Mm. um born bruce jenner yeah he was on wheaties boxes you know who he is right yeah yeah i'm trying to think of his new name um and he has a new name yeah i can't think of it <laughs> what, what uh, you cannot think of i just keep thinking of Kylie, Kylie jenner and that's you, not it that's one of his daughters <laughs> you can't think of her new name uh, no it's caitlin caitlin yes how old is caitlin jenner today 60 caitlin jenner you miss it is 68 today <laughs> next person inventor computer programmer and co-founder of Microsoft. One of the wealthiest individuals on planet Earth. He sometimes tops the list. Don't know where he is right now. Just didn't bother to take a look. He's He's got to be in the top ten. That'd be my guess. Tell me who this billionaire is having a birthday, Kimmy, and how old is he within five years? Bill Gates. That's right. And how old within five? Uh, 68. You miss it? He's a little bit younger. He's 62 today. Next person having a birthday, an actress. Tell me how old she is once you identify her. She started in the TV series Picket Fences. Did you ever watch that? No. She was in the movie Dumb and Dumber. She played Linda Lee, the wife to Bruce Lee in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. And she was married to a comedian for a period of time. That is Jim Carrey from 1996 to 1997. Who is it? Ooh, Holly. Yes. Holly. Um, That's her last name. Lauren Holly. That's correct. How old is Lauren Holly today within five years? Uh, 50? She is 54 today. See if you can identify this actress who 
at one time was the highest paid actress in film. She has a very unique laugh. And tell me how old she is, if you can, within five years. Are you ready? It's a short clue. Mm -hmm. We have two if you need it. Here's clue number one. (laughs) Who is that, Kimmy? Julia Roberts. That is right. How old is Julia Roberts today within five years? 51. Julia Roberts is 50. Next person, actor. I will give you just one clue. He starred in Walk the Line. Yes, he played Johnny Cash in 2005. He has been in many films. Who is he? Mm, uh-oh. Um... Who is it? Who played Johnny Cash? I can't do it. Joaquin Phoenix. He's having a birthday today. How old is he? Uh, 50. He is 43 today, so with that five buffer, you kind of don't hit that one. But I understand you're distracted because a lot of activities going on at Highlander Novelties today. Please stop on by in Okoe. We have links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Meet George Lowe. Talk to us. Talk nerd with us. And if you can, participate in the Halloween contest. And if you have a fur kid or scaled kid, bring them out. It will be fun. More details available. Also find Highlander Novelties on their Facebook page. Kimmy, I think we'll honor something we talked about on Trivia with the Golden Age of Radio. And that's the Riley and Kimmy Show. We talked about Elsa Lancaster being born on this date in history. And we have something kind of special because, well, we have her teamed up with her husband in a golden age of radio production. She did a lot of golden age of radio work. And we have a fantastic example of the theater of the mind right now with the sidewalks of London. And her husband, Charles Lawton, stars with her. Going back in time. Here's Elsa Lancaster on the Riley and Kimmy Show. London After Dark. An evening's entertainment is beginning in the street. The buskers are playing to the crowds which stand in line outside the theaters waiting for admission. In the alley, just off the Gaiety Theater, a singing busker nears the finish of his act. Just behind him, patiently waiting his turn, is Charlie. Charlie is an elocutionist, a reciter of poems. His clothes are ragged but clean. His face is lined with weariness, but cheerful. As the singer ends his turn, Charlie steps into the street and sweeps off his cap with a graceful gesture. Ladies and gentlemen, I will now recite to you a poem first made famous by Bransby Williams, since recited on various occasions by Sir John Martin Harvey, Mr. John Gilgood, and myself. The Green Eye of the Little Yellow God by Milton Hayes. <coughs> There's a one-eyed yellow idol to the north of Katmandu. There's a little marble cross below the town. Thank you very much, sir. There's a broken-hearted woman tends the grave of Mancaroo. Thank you, madam. And that yellow god forever gazes down. He was known as Mad Carew. Get off my foot, will you? By the subs at Katmandu. He was hotter than they felt inclined to tell. Here you go. You leave that money alone. Get away from me. I saw you picking up my money. Hand it over now. Hand the it money over. Was lying in the street finding keepings, ain't it? Take 
take your hands off me. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I shall resume my recitation in just one moment. Now you, hand it over, do you hear? Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. There. Hang on to that. She got away, Charlie. If I wasn't the next act, I'd catch her for you. Oh, I'll catch her all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I must ask you to excuse uh, this slight fracas. I do not stand here for my own enjoyment, so I will ask my friend Gentry here to collect any small tribute you may feel inclined to bestow. Thank you, thank you. Go and get her, Charlie. Ooh, I'll slap her in. Ladies and gentlemen, with your kind permission and attention, Gentry and Arthur, and myself and my partner, will give you our conception of London's latest song success. Every time it rains, it rains, pennies from heaven. Don't you know it's Coffee, hot coffee, coffee, hot coffee, hot coffee. Hello, Doggy. Oh, hello, Libby. Doggy, I'll have a coffee, please, Doggy. Oh, you will, eh? What with? You never have no money. Ah, I got sixpence. I got sixpence, see? Well, where'd you get that? Oh, I found it in the street. Here. Who are those two, Doggy? Them at the end of the counter. That one in the funny hat, he's an American newspaper man. Oh. He's showing the Englishman a bit of London. Oh, and the other one? Him in the tails. Oh, he's got a smile, hasn't he? What's his wonderful name? His name's Prentice. I think he's Harley Prentice, the songwriter. The songwriter? I've got to speak to him. Now, Libby, don't disturb the customers. Here, you. Are you a songwriter? Yes, I am. Ever sold any? Yes, a few. My name's Harley Prentice. This is my friend, Mr. Strang. How do you do? Hello. I didn't catch your name. I'm Libby, from Liberty. From the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> really? And what do you do? I'm a dancer, I am. And I recite, like to hear me. There's a one-eyed yellow monster to the north of Kathmandu. There's a little uh, something cross below the town. There's a broken-hearted woman. Right, all right, all right, all right. I've got you now. Take your hands off Stealing me. Stealing my sixpence and reciting my poems, eh? You go. Oh. You and me's got to have oh. a talk. Just a moment, please. What's this girl done to you? What she done or what she not done is my affair, see? Here. Now, you look here. Look here. Now, look here. What? You look here to me, mister. I don't stand for interference, not from nobody, I don't see. Now, look here, young woman. Just a moment. Now, uh, now we've all looked everywhere. Let's uh, just relax and have a cigarette, shall we? Smoke? It's very kind of you, sir. Uh, that's a very pretty cigarette case, sir, if I may say so. Thank you. Uh, smoke, Miss Liberty? Don't mind if I do. Give us a light. <laughs> yes, rather. Come on, Harley, let's get going, shall we? No passion, please. Just wait till I pay the bill. Well, I'll be going, too. Good night. Thanks for the cigarette. Here, you. Come back. Good night, Miss Liberty. Well, did anyone happen to see what I saw? What? See what? Oh, nothing, nothing, just nothing, sir. Good night, all. Good night. Hey. What's he chasing after her again for? I... Oh, Strang. Yeah? Well, it's just a coincidence, probably, but my cigarette case is gone. Stop, 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 you hear? I've got you, stop. Well, what do you want now? You know, sorry to disturb you and all that, but I'll have that cigarette case, please. What? I saw you took it right off the counter. I'd be obliged if you'd explain what you're talking about. Oh, dramatic, aren't you? That's a very good pose. Yes, you've got the right idea. But you keep that for an audience, see? Come on, 
Hand it over. I won't hand over nothing. You, I don't know what you anyone. won't, eh? Oh, let go. You, you don't say then. Oh. Hand it over. Yeah. That's better. <laughs> well, it's a good thing he's got his name in it. Oh. So you're after the reward. I say. Oh, you've got a nasty, cheap little mind, haven't you? Well, so long. And when the cops get onto all this, don't you call on me as a witness to character. Yeah, just a minute. Look here, mister. Who does this lovely world belong to, eh? To the people who live on it, am I right? Well, I'm one of them. I got just the same tastes as all the rest. You'd be surprised. I get hungry. I get thirsty. I get cold. I enjoy a smoke and a permanent wave, and why shouldn't I have them? Because you haven't earned them. Did anyone ever give me the chance? An institution brought me up and gave me a job washing dishes, but I cleared out of that in double time, and why? Because it ruins the hands, see? And I've got just as much right to a manicure as the next. Why not? Don't talk foolish. Why not? Why not? Can't you answer? <laughs> there ain't no answer. You're after justice and logic. But there ain't no justice and there ain't no logic. The world ain't made that way. Everything's luxy and good temper. And if you can take a joke, oh, the whole of life's a joke. A joke? Then it's a joke I can't take, see? I, I can't take it. I can't take hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Now, now, now. <laughs> Hysterics don't help. Listen, my girl. Yeah, don't you touch me. Whoo! That's the second time you've lambed into me. And I don't like it, see? So stop it, dear me, stop it. I'll have the law on you, I will. I'll tell them what you've done. I'll get you ten years. You let me go! Hey, listen, listen, listen. Here, let me go! Stop it, dear me, stop it. Don't you hear that? The cops. Cops, cops, do you see what you've done now? Oh, cops. Don't stand there gawking. We'll have to run for it. Yeah, come on, come on, get out of there. What place is this? Where are you taking me? Well, you had no other place to go, did you, except with the cops if they'd caught us. I still want to know where you're taking me. Will you be quiet? Everybody's asleep. Well, here we are. Go on in. Is this... Is this where you live? Be it ever so humble, there's no... Well, there's no place like it, is there? Wait a bit. I'll light the gas. Of course, it's a little short on furniture. And it ain't much on conveniences. But like I always say, <laughs> conveniences is the things you can do without. <laughs> Most conveniently. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm snug in here, ain't I? Maybe you can tell me what I do now. You're so clever. You take the high road and I'll take the low road. I asked you what I was to do. And I answered you. You take the high road. That's the bed over there behind those curtains. And I'll take the low road, being this armchair here. Now, go on and go to sleep, because that's what, I, what I'm going to do right now. Oh, well. <clears throat> hey, and turn out the gas when you've done, if not before. I'll consider your problem in the morning. <sighs> Pleasant dreams and sweet repose. Hey, and don't snore, see? I don't snore, see? Well, don't then. Good night. Good morning. Did you sleep all right? Yeah. I'd just been down to get the milk. I could hear you singing from the street. 
You dance too, eh? Yeah. Well, your breakfast is there on the table. Go and eat it. I've had mine. Hey, where did you learn to dance? I never learned, see? I never learned anything. I see. Just go on with your eating. I've got work to do. What's that? This, this is a sewing machine. What are you sewing? This, this is the hem of Ma's skirt. She's the landlady here. <laughs> Have you got the hiccups? Never seen a man do sewing before. Well, you see a lot of things in the Navy you hadn't seen before. Navy? You were in the Navy? That's right, that's me, Navy Cut. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? It's me, Julian. It's all right, it's only Julian. It's the landlady's little boy. Oh. What do you want, Julian? Mother says, has you turned up a skirt yet? You come back in half an hour, Sonny, see? Can't I see a little boy? Oh, no, no. My little boy's asleep now. Are you up it, Sonny? Up it. Get downstairs with you, will you? What do you mean, your little boy? Oh, he means Robert. He lives over there in the trunk. Here, bar me. Not me. Here, look. <laughs> See? There's my little boy. He's a ventriloquist's dummy. I used to be a ventriloquist before I took up the, uh, classics. Here, watch. Good morning, grandfather. I'm not your grandfather, little boy. Liar! How's that? <laughs> Do you mean to say you ever managed to fool an audience with ventriloquy? No, 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 no. They aren't all as smart as you. Cool. I never let anyone fool me yet. No? All right. Well, come on. I'll leave the skirt with Ma on our way. On our way where? Police station. Police? Police station? What's up? Oh, you couldn't be such a rotten sneak... Not after letting me sleep here and giving me breakfast and me believing in you. Oh, what'll I do? What'll I do? Now what's all the excitement? What do you mean? What do you mean? Aren't you going to turn me in? I can't fool you, can I? Oh, no. <laughs> you silly little thing. We're only going to hand the cigarette case in at the police station just as if we'd found it. Oh. Took you in proper, eh? Cool. Now, look here, no offence, mind you, but I thought you needed a lesson. Can't have you constantly pinching cigarette cases, you know. Come on. Just a minute, Charlie, just a minute. Morning, Pa. This is Pa, he's the landlord here. Well, how long has this woman been here, may I ask? Here, who are you calling woman? I'll not have it, nor my wife won't have it. And I'll thank you to hand over her skirt. He'll hand it over when he's been paid for his work, see? Now, Libby, Libby, this has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with me? Poking his long nose into our affairs? Look here, young woman. Look here, old man. We can't have a brawl in front of a lady. A lady? That's what he said. Lady. I'll have you ejected. Oh, you will, will you? Yes, I yeah, will. Yeah, 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 Let me, let me get inside the room. Go no, on now, go no, on. No, I won't. Here, how dare you lay a finger on me? Will you go no, in or... leave me alone. Get in there, will you? Now, look here, Pa. I won't look here. What is it now? What's all the big noise for? Good morning, Ma. He had a woman in his room. I have a woman in my room. I had a woman in my room, and I shall have a woman in my room. Now, look here, Ma. Have you ever known me do the Don Juan act? Let me out! No. Well, then, what I got in there is, uh, my new leading lady. Oh, she's breaking the place up. Well, she sings like a robin, and she dances at... Not over my head, she won't. I say, Ma, dear old Ma, please let her stay. She's got no place to go, poor little kid. Well, I'll put her in with one of the children until I have a room free. You do that for me, Ma. 
And I'll give Julian elocution lessons. I'd better go in now and calm her down a bit. Here, 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 here. What's going on in here? Here, you let me out of here. Uh, let me out. Where's my hat? Now, look here. I'm going to get my hat. You don't want no hat. Go away. You can't keep me here against my will. You can't. <laughs> oh, I see. You're a silly little coot, aren't you? Come on now, stop it. No one's keeping you here, unless you want to stay. Here, now, look here. You're grown up, you are. You've got to behave, you know, if you want us to be friends. Oh, I thought you... Oh, what's the matter now? Oh, sorry I broke your thing. Oh, sorry I stole your thing. I'm sorry I made a mock of you. I'm sorry, you silly fool. I'm sorry. All right, then you're sorry. Hey, hey, now stop it, stop it, see. Hey, you'll cry yourself all puffy. I've got a mirror. No, I haven't got a mirror, but I've got a frying pan. Come here. Hey, I don't use this frying pan for cooking. I keep it for shaving purposes. Can you see yourself in it? That's more like it. More like what? More like my leading lady. Your leading lady? Oh, well, what are you talking about? I said it, leading lady, didn't I? You've got personality and temperament. And I think you've got talent. I don't mind saying I consider your promising. Oh. We have the experience... All we want now is the new turn. You... You want to work with me? Give me a job? Well, why not? You'll have enough to eat. That's important, too, in its own little way. I'll get you a room here. I'll fix it with Ma. You can stay here and work as long as you want. That is, uh, if you want. If I want. If I... Of course I want to be a leading lady. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear me. Now, look here. Aye, aye, look here, look here, look here, look here. Oh, ain't there a lot of things to make a woman cry? Oh, dear, dear, dear. <laughs> In just a moment, Mr. DeMille and our stars, Charles Lawton and Elsa Lanchester, will return to bring you Act Two of The Sidewalks of London. Stress and turmoil of a busker's existence leave little time for sentiment. But gradually, as Libby becomes a familiar figure in the shabby rooming house, she also becomes the most important item in Charlie's life. Today is Charlie's birthday, and Libby's baked him a cake. She's just finishing the greeting in tempting letters of pink icing as Charlie knocks at the door. One second. Don't come in yet. What are you up to? Don't come in till I call you. What are you up to in there? There. You can come in now. I should hope so. I mean, so... <laughs> hey, here, I say, what's all this? Many happy returns, Charlie. <laughs> cool, There's a same. cake for you, see? I baked it. Here, read <coughs> what it says. <laughs> Many happy returns to Charles, 40. I ain't 40, I'm 39. 
how did you know it was my birthday? Oh, I was looking through your papers and I found your birth certificate. Oh, much obliged, I'm sure. <clears throat> Look, I bought you a present, too. See? Oh. Yeah. Look, a nice tie. Oh, it's very pretty. Thank you. Come on, put it on. Oh, I don't like to. Here, give it to me. I'll oh, do it. Silly, no, no. Oh, still. There. <laughs> that, that does it. Now, look at yourself in the frying pan. <clears throat> like it? Well, it makes me look a bit yellow. Hello, any admittance? Hello, Gentry. What's going on here? Come in, Arthur and Gentry. <laughs> it's my birthday. Birthday? Well, I never. Many happy returns, Charlie. Thank you, Gentry. Many happy returns here, too. Thank you, Arthur. Who? I, I, I never knew. Anyone else would have given anyone else the low down. If we'd only let Charles get to his own cake, please. That's right. See, come on, everybody. Sit <laughs> down. Let's try. Here's a knife. Hey, I say, what a cake, eh? What a cake. <laughs> what a cake. <laughs> what, what's it say? <laughs> Many happy returns to Charles. Forty. Forty? You? Oh, you're getting middle-aged. You are really. <laughs> I ain't forty. I'm thirty-nine. You can all sit there looking as stuffed as you like. But the new turn would be a sensation. I feel it in my bones. Quite likely, old boy, but my individuality may be swamped in an ensemble. Nowadays, the individual's washed up. Cooperation, that's the stuff. So I says to myself, there's young gentry busking on his own and poor old Arthur busking on his own. What we need is a troop. Tell them my idea, Charlie. You tell them. Well, um... We, we form a quartet, and we do a big production number. We thought we'd call we... ourselves the cooperators. Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. We might be good at that. Uh, what about music? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh... Oh, I know. Diner. No, no, bicycle made for two. Uh, how about no. the Tipperary? No, no, no. Those are classics. Uh, can't we have something modern? Uh, something with a swing to it? Well, uh, tell them your idea, Gentry. <laughs> well, I, I had thought of a little composition of my own. Oh, you mean that thing you're always playing, um, Liza. That's right. Let's try it with the pushbox, Gentry. Right, now. Here we go now. Have you ever seen a Liza? Have you ever seen a smile? A lovely water gal, everybody's pal. Strike me pink, you see, ain't in the style. All the blokes will dance with Liza. Gaze into an Liza. Blue. Every night and day, you can hear them saying, Liza, I love you. Have you ever seen a Liza? Hello, Ma. Charlie, there's a gentleman to see you, Mr. Harley Prentice. Mr. Harley Prentice. Good evening. Oh, Mr. Prentice, ain't it, who lost the cigarette case? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm awfully sorry to break in like this. Uh, I only got back to town yesterday and found that you'd returned it to me through the police. I just wanted to thank you. Didn't you wonder at not hearing from me before? Oh, no, no, sir. People don't trouble gloves and such. I had to leave this address for my bona fides. Oh, yes. Well, um, I suppose i give you a little something for your trouble. If uh, five pounds? I'd rather not, sir. I mean uh, the circumstances. You mean the girl? The girl, sir? I don't quite take your meaning. Your cigarette case was found under the counter, sir, after you left. Oh, I, I see. Come on, Charles. I've got a new step. We're working it into the song. Good evening, Miss Liberty. Oh, 
Pleased to meet you, Glyne. I, I came to thank this gentleman for returning my cigarette case. Oh, had you dropped it? Uh, uh, yes. Won't you come in? We're rehearsing. Oh, we've got a new song. I don't suppose it's anything in your line. Now, Libby, you mustn't waste Mr. Prentice's valuable time, it's Libby. It's all right. Mr. Prentice, it's a pity you didn't bring your journalist friend along. Now, now, Libby, Libby, Libby. Oh, Libby well, Libby, he might have given us a write-up. Well, so might I. What? Oh, you don't mean to say you could use an interview. I'd be very happy for one. Oh, Charles, he wants an interview. Now, um, who's to give it? You or me? Oh, come on in, come Libby, on. Libby, I don't think we ought to yeah, bother Mr. Prentice. Don't be silly, Charlie. Come right in, Mr. Prentice, and meet our company. I know you're going to... Now, let me see. Um, are you taking all this down, Mr. Prentice? Oh, every word. Oh, don't miss any. Now... Ever since my early childhood, I had an intense desire to express myself. And I shall have my greatest opportunity when our troop, the cooperators, put on a new show at the Hoban Empire next Monday. Monday? I'll be there. Libby, 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 the gentlemen don't understand. We're dancing outside the theatre, so we're not inside. He knows, but you needn't put that down, Mr. Prentice. Now, read me what you've wrote. Well, um, Miss Liberty, um, Liberty what? Just Liberty, like Garbo, see? It goes better on a billboard. It's the first I've heard of all this. Miss Liberty, uh, Liberty, as she prefers to be called, will not always be content with the life of the streets. Is that the line? <laughs> That's the line. My ambition is to dance in every capital in Europe, starting with the Hoban Oh, the blokes were dancing like that, guys, it's too hard to do. Every night and day, you can hear them say, I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, any little token with which you would like to reward our little presentation will be most gratefully received. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Libby. madam. Here, Libby. Oh, Mr. Prentice. Hello, I loved your act. Oh, I'm so glad. Libby, uh, there's some people over there in my car. I'd like you to meet them. Who are they? Well, they're friends of mine. Uh, Lady Selina, for one. Lady Selina? A lady? No, thank you. Now, Libby, please. I'm giving a party tonight, and I want you to come and dance for us. What? For you and your fine friends to make fun of? Thank you for nothing. Well, and don't be such a snob. I'm asking you to give a professional entertainment. Professional? Oh. Will you come? Please. I'll get there. I'll get there somehow. Good. All right, now, move along, move along. All right, constable, all right, all right, all right. It's all the right. cops. Oh, oh, they've got Charlie. Can't a man make an honest living anymore? Move along. You want me to run you in? Beggars, that's what you are. Now, look here, don't Charlie, you talk to me like that. I won't have you. stay him. out of this, you little beggar. I'll run you in, too. You will not. Libby, Libby, don't. All right, constable, we're leaving. Come on, Libby, come out of this. Don't talk so much. Come on, come on. There you are. Three beers. Drink up, Arthur. Drink up, Gentry. You're very good help, Charles. Thank you, thank you. Nothing for you, Libby. No, thanks. Well, happy days, happy days. And a very good night tonight, too, taking it by and large. I wouldn't ask for better support from a better company. Here, here. Well, here's to busking. Past, present, and future. Gentlemen, ladies, Charles, gentlemen. stop making a fool of yourself. What Shall you I tell you something? You may. Ten years from now, there won't be a busker on the what do you mean? Just because you took a few shillings tonight, you think everything's lovely. Well, it ain't, see? What do you suppose it means? The cop's always moving you on. 
I'll tell you. They're, they're trying to get us off the streets altogether. Yes, I'd like to see them. You'll have your wish. Nobody wants us, really. They laugh at us. You hold your noise. I won't. You're living in the past. You heard that cop. He called us beggars. And he was right. Tonight's cured me. Good night, Charlie. Here. I'm the manager. You're a member of my troop. Come here and sit down. Good night, Paul. Oh. Insubordination. I see. Charlie? Yes, Ma. What you sitting up so late for? Libby ain't home yet? Well, it's early yet. She'll be in. Go to bed, Ma, dear. After all, it's my job to wait up for her. And why is it your job, Charlie? Well, uh, uh, I mean, Ma, she has to have some man to look after her, hasn't she? Of course she has. Some young fellow of her own age to take her about to dances and parties and things. Why shouldn't I sit up? Oh, you know well enough, Ma. I'm fair wrapped up in that kid. That's why. A man of 40 ought to have more sense. I ain't 40. I'm 39. That's right. You told me last year. Oh, 39. Well, here we are. Thanks for the nice evening. You're very welcome, Libby. I'm afraid I can't ask you in, Mr. Prentice. Well, good night. Congratulations. For what? Success story, chapter one. Success story? Yes, they liked your dancing tonight. That fellow I introduced you to, Hackett, he liked you very much. He's a, he's a rather important producer. He is? Well. I'll speak to him tomorrow. Well, good night. Wait. I want to thank you. Oh, you don't owe me any thanks. But I... I just want to tell you I'd like to... Well... well? I don't usually kiss gentlemen when they bring me home. Well, I'm sure you don't. I might make an exception, though, if you'd like. <laughs> I would like, very much. <laughs> well, it's late. Good night. Night. Yeah, you don't get out of it like that, you don't. What do you mean stopping out all hours, keeping Ma up and me up? Who asked you to sit up? I never asked you to sit up. A light woman, that's what you're turning into. But I won't have it, see? Not if I have to lock you in. Oh, shut up. Come here. Leave me alone. Now, we've got to have a talk, Libby. I'll talk to you in the morning. It is morning. Here, you let me go, see? You're drunk. I ain't drunk and I'll clear out when I know where you've been. I've only been out with Mr. Prentice. I'm sorry you sat up. Really, I am. But he asked me to his party. Yes, he did. What do, What do you mean? Party me, I. Party of two. You say that again and I'll smack your face. Libby! Are you telling me the truth? Why, Charles, of course. Well, look here, I'm sorry, Libby, but you didn't ought to have gone off like that. All that stuff you talked and then walking out on me. Well, Libby, it is more than flesh and blood can stand. But I've been out late before. Well, it's the last time we've got to ever... Totally new arrangement. You in this room and 
Me upstairs, Libby, that ain't sense. I lay awake at night, Libby. It all goes round in my mind. The new turn and you, and you and the new turn, and Charles, the new turn and you... there ain't going to be any more new turns. What did you say? I'm going on the stage. The producer and Mr. Prentice is fixing it all up. I told you I'd get there. I told you. Oh? And what happens to me and Arthur and Gentry? You never thought of that, did you? Well, why should you? Look here, Charles. You always said I could act. And now don't stand in my way now. I've got the chance of a real job. After all, busking's only fooling. Are you telling me I spend my life making a fool of myself? Well, in a way. See, old lad, if we were any good, we'd be in the theatres. Not outside of them, begging for coppers. Better than pinching them. You, you throw that up at me. How long have I been working with you? Ever known me cheat you once since? How can I be sure? Get out. Get out. I won't get out. Get out. I've a right to be heard. Get out. Listen, you. Here. I'm telling you to shut up and listen. I'll call it can't do any harm to listen. Get it, Libby, Libby, Libby. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Let me go. I won't have you going away, no. Libby. Libby, Libby, I wasn't hurting you. Listen, will you, please? Libby, I want to marry you. Will you get that? What? That's right, dear. I want to marry you, do you see? Have you gone out of your mind? I mean... <laughs> I mean... You'd better look in the frying pan, hadn't you? Libby, Libby, oh, what's yeah. the matter, darling? Oh, it isn't oh, wrong in here. What's up, darling? Oh, what's up, Libby? He won't let me alone. The things he says. I think he must be loony. Here, come on, Charlie. You come along with us, Charlie. That's it, Charlie. Come and have a good rest. Now we have got it clear. First I'm drunk. Then I'm loony. Then I'm told to lay down an ash because it seems I'm only a beggar. So it don't really count what I say or do. The partnership's off, Gentry, and that goes for you too, Arthur. It's off, smashed, finished, washed up. We can all starve, and who cares? Our leading lady's got a new job. So I'll get a new job. Outside, Buskin. You think I can't do a man's day? I'll show you. I'm a man, I am. Though some of you think it funny, I have to say so. I think it's funny myself. I'm fed up with the humour of it. Dear old Charles, good old Charles. Yes. He's good enough to fetch and carry, good enough to feed the cat when the rest of you can't spare the time, but when it comes to give and take, work and play, man and woman, then it's good morning to you, Charles. Keep on your own side of the street, the gutter side. All right, but it's I who's saying good morning, see? Good morning. Good morning to you all. The curtain falls on Act Two of The Sidewalks of London with Charles Lawton and Elsa Lanchester. Now for just a moment, let's tune in our imaginary sound ray on one of the homes the Lux Radio Theater has had letters from. This time it's a small apartment in Westchester, just outside of New York. Please be good, Betty. Mother has to have her bath, too. Now, just stand still while I dry you, please. Put that horn down. <laughs> Come on, now, into your pajamas so you'll be all in bed when Daddy comes. No, no, Betty, not now. Mummy has to have her bath, too, and it's getting late. This young wife is much too clever to let her husband find her after his hard day, worn, cross, disheveled. So now... She draws her warm Lux toilet soap bath and relaxes in it for a few delicious moments. The active lather of this fine complexion soap 
caresses her skin, carries away perspiration, every trace of dust and dirt. She knows this soothing beauty bath will relax and refresh her, leave her skin feeling smooth and fresh, fragrant with a nice, delicate perfume that clings lightly about her. A fresh frock and perhaps a flower in her hair will complete the transformation. And when her young husband arrives, well, let's listen in. Hello, dear. Have a good day. You look swell. Fresh as flowers. <laughs> How about a little kid? Oh, gosh, darling, you're sweet. Clever women all over the country are adopting the screen star's way to make sure of daintiness, of skin that's sweet. A daily Lux toilet soap bath is a luxury that you'll enjoy. A luxury that isn't the least extravagant. Buy Lux toilet soap the economical way. Get three cakes tomorrow. We pause now for station identification. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. of the sidewalks of London. Gone from the rooming house, Libby walks the starlit path of fame. Show after show, hit after hit, until the name Liberty on a marquee is another way of saying success. Charlie has left the rooming house too, but his road follows the dark alleys and foggy bypaths of the back streets. No longer is his husky voice heard reciting the classics. No longer does the tattered cap pass through the crowd begging favors. Charlie has disappeared and is all but forgotten. Now in a richly furnished apartment, Libby and Holly Prentice run over the music for their latest show. Wear a straw hat in the rain. Be sure you're not complaining. Laugh when it's raining. I can't get it. It's just not there. Oh, well, don't get excited. Oh, listen, my sweet. We've got a play opening, Straw Hat in the Rain. I've got everything, the book, the actors, the scenery, everything except a decent tune for the lead song. What do you think, Libby? Is it as bad as I imagine? Uh-huh. No, it's not so bad to sing, but I'll never be able to dance to it. What we need, darling, is something, you know, you know, like the thing I dance to in the street. Oh, um, you mean that... That's it. Something like that. Uh-huh. But, Libby, this is a street song. I don't think it has... Now, wait a minute. Wait. There. You see? The rhythm's exactly right. Quiet, darling. We've got it. Here it is. It's marvelous. Oh, you're marvelous, you mean. We'll use it for the finale. <laughs> Libby, I adore you. <laughs> Miss Liberty, that's all. Well, you can't. She wants to see me. I know she does. I'm a manager and a friend of hers. Yes, you are. Now move along or I'll run you. There she is. Miss Liberty. Miss Liberty. Oh, 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 Miss Liberty.
Nebby! Get back there, I said. Let me go. Nebby! Oh, you come along with me. Here, you let me alone. Nebby! Won't Whatever. come, I. Won't come. Resisting arrest, eh? That's right. <laughs> That's done it. Striking an officer, <laughs> eh? Sergeant! <laughs> Sergeant! <laughs> Order. Order here. Order. Next case, please. Charles Saggers, drunk and disorderly, resisting arrest, striking an officer. Are you Charles Saggers? Yes, sir, I am. You seem very proud of it. Well, sir, not to trouble you with my life history, I was born in a circus, but I preferred the classics. I'm a professional reciter, see? Would you like to hear me? What will you have? Amlet, green eye, if... If you can keep your head, when all about you are losing theirs and blaming that's it on enough, you... That's enough, that's well, enough, that's enough. Well, that, that's my bona fides, Your Worship. Is there anything known about this man? Well, sir... Well, uh, sir, <laughs> there's no denying it. Convictions have mounted up something awful. Twenty-four, all told. Only nineteen, Your Worship. Hmm. Only nineteen? Oh, I see, you're not reckoning the admonishments. <laughs> <laughs> quiet, quiet. Have you any explanation to give as to why you were hanging about the theatre, drunk? Oh, well, sir, why not? I mean, there she was inside and there I was outside. Of course, I knew she had it in her from the start for all her swank. So I came back at the end just to watch her. And watching her, I realised for the first time that I'd lost my joie de vivre, so I hit out. I'm sorry I hit him, but it done me good at the time. I see. Well, you'll have to go to prison for four months. Four months. I'm giving you four months partly to let you have a chance of thinking things over. Try and do better when you come out. Do better? I will. I'll go in for a new job altogether. A new job, Your Worship. Help a poor old blind fella, please, sir. Blind, blind. Charlie. Oh. Hello, Libby. Oh, Charlie, Charlie. What's happened to you? Selling pencils now, see? But, but your eyes. Oh, Charlie. Very nice to see you, Libby. You're looking very nice, too. What? I like your dress. It's a very nice color. Charlie. You're a faker. Shh, shh, shh. You can see as well as I can. Don't talk so loud, Libby. Shh, don't you come along with me to my dressing room at the theater. I'll deal with Hello, you. Ashamed of you, I am. I leave behind me a respectable busker, and what do I find? A bilker, whining for charity. I didn't, I wasn't, but today was the first time. That's your story. I tell you, I did it for a lark. I only come out last week. Out of what? The hospital? Clink. Prison? You? Oh, so you couldn't even fool the police, Oh, eh? Libby, you haven't got it right. I have got it right. Here I slave and toil to give you credit, and what sort of credit do you do me? You've been a jailbird, you haven't shaved for a week, and you've been cheating the public, and you've been drinking. Oh, Libby, you didn't leave me much else to do, did you? You proved to me I was a washout. Oh, how can you tell such lies? You did, Libby. Charles, dear old Charles, what have you got into your head? I never said it, and I never thought it. You did, Libby. Oh, well, if I did, it was because I lost my temper. And I learned that from you. Oh, 
Charles. Dear Charles. You, you've paid me back for what I did to you. Just, just seeing you like this. No, no, no. Ease up. Go back to your job. Go on. Be, be Charles again. Libby, could I have a small drink? How long has this been going on? How long has what been going These on? These small drinks of yours. I don't know. Well, well, it's got to stop, see? Oh, Turn around. Oh, no. Turn around and no. talk to you. Oh, Charlie. Look. Look, now, there's, there's a couple of small parts going in the new show. Eh? And if you can play, play a blind man well enough to fool me for half a second... Oh, you... you admit it, do you? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now, look, what about coming down to rehearsal and showing them all what you can do, eh? Oh, well... Oh. Re rehearsal? Me in a show, understand? Why, why not? Well, You'd be somebody then. Well, somebody instead of nobody. The things have been... Maybe the... Oh, only... Only no, no. nothing. You come down. Come down and show them. Well, Charles. Libby, the, the, there ain't anything I could do. Why? Not suitable. Of course there is. What about, um, Green Eye? I'm off Green Eye. Um, well, what about if, Charles? Dear old Charlie, what about if? Well, uh, I haven't done it. For a long time. Why, it's easy. I know it. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you... Easy, if easy, you can easy. Oh, easy, easy. That ain't the way to do it, my gal. You've got to get them in the mood from the first word, see? You want attack. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you and make allowance... Wait, but not be tired by waiting. Or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good, nor talk too wise. Holly. If you can dream, Holly. but not make a dream, you're bad, darling. Darling, he's not very bad. Thoughts, your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster. And treat those two impostors just the same. If you can dare to hear the truth you've spoken, hey, twisted by names or the fleet to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to. Broken. Broken. Uh, and stoop and build them up. Worn out, too. If you can... No. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and you'll risk it on one turn of pitch and toss. Hey, Tommy, bring me a cup of coffee when you come back, will you? And lose. And lose. And lose. Go on, Charles. Lose. What you say, dear? And start again. What, dear? Start again, Charlie. Start again? Yes. Start again at your beginnings. And never breathe a word about your loss. And if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone. And so hold on. There's nothing, nothing in you. It's 
except the will which says to me, Hold on! Now, look here, darling, it isn't any good. They can't make an actor out of me. I've been outside too long. Well, <laughs> I'm a basker, see? It's all right, dear, don't worry about me. I'm all right, dear. Now, look here, Libby. You don't need me, dear. You're a great performer. Will you go inside where you belong? I belong outside. And Libby, here, here, here. You marry that nice young fellow. He's a very nice young fellow he is. And Libby, I'd like to tell you something. I ain't 39. I am 40. Oh, Charlie. Charlie, please, don't go. Don't go. No, 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 no. Oh, dear, dear, you're a silly little coot, aren't you? You always was. Oh, stop hugging me. <laughs> now, look here, you've got to behave, you know, because of the public. Now, goodbye, Libby. You'll be all right, old girl. Keep a chin up. You'll be all right. Goodbye. Hello, Gentry. Charlie! Charlie! You're still at the old act, eh? Well, will you cut it short, boys? There won't be time for me. Well, start in now, Charlie. Start in now. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I will now recite to you a poem first made famous by Mr. Bransby Williams, since recited on various occasions by Sir John Martin Harvey, Mr. John Gielgud, and myself. The Green Eye of the Little Yellow God by Milton Hayes. And now Charles Lawton and Elsa Lanchester say goodbye to the sidewalks of London and return to our footlights. Miss Lanchester, do you think Charlie would really be able to make a living as a busker? Well, Mr. DeMille, with a little encouragement, I think he would have disguised himself and tried his hand at it. Now, look here, less of this ribbing. I might have done very well. I had expert coaching in passing the hat from some of London's finest buskers, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> After your performance tonight, Charlie, I'd advise you to pass a big hat. Thank you, C.B. We've waited a long time, Miss Lanchester, for your debut at this microphone. Thank you, Mr. DeMille. The Lux Radio Theatre may be new to me, but Lux Soap isn't. I've seen it very often backstage in the London theatres. You know, working on the stage during the foggy London winters, one has to be very careful of one's complexion, of course, and that's why I have used, and do use, Lux soap. And now I'd like to ask you a question. All right, shoot. Didn't I see Carol Lombard's name on the rehearsal schedule for next week? <laughs> You're only telling half of it. Carol Lombard and Fred McMurray next Monday night. Bring us made for each other, with Carol in the same role she played in the David O. Selznick picture. Made for Each Other is an exciting romantic story about an average young married couple, and Carol Lombard and Fred McMurray were made for these parts in Made for Each Other. I saw that picture, C.B. It should be a marvelous show. It's time now, Charlie, for the special feature we've planned for tonight. One of the things everyone remembers about your performance in Ruggles of Red Gap on the screen and on this stage is the impressive way you gave Lincoln's Gettysburg address. Today is Abraham Lincoln's birthday. 
And I ask you to do it again, now, as our memorial tribute to him. Well, see, I'm a little bit husky, but I'll do my best at it. <coughs> Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. We are now engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are now on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate. We cannot consecrate. We cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far beyond our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here. But it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people, shall not perish from the earth. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow The Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about The Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages 
for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal based about pets and animals too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.